When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So how's the NBL season going to finish? Uh, we've got one last round of games to play out. The Wildcats, they could win the whole thing. They could actually miss the playoffs. It's hard to know. Kane Pittman has been part of ESPN, uh, KO Foxtel's coverage for a long period of time. It's great to be able to tap into his brain to be able to work it all out, the mathematics of it. Uh, Kane, great to have you on. Welcome back to the program. Uh, always good to catch up with you, Duane. How are you doing? I'm good. So uh, a host of games that have got connotations, Illawarra and New Zealand uh, tomorrow night and then Friday Adelaide, Sydney and then the big ones are probably Perth and Cairns and then Perth and Sydney to finish it all off right at the end when we'll probably go down to the wire, the last game and the last score. Yeah, it's exactly right. I I think when the playing tournament was introduced by the NBL, I I think we all hopefully in the back end of the season we've got more intrigue with some of the regular season games. I don't think that the league could have planned it to be any more perfect than what it is though. As you pointed to, all these games matter and Sunday afternoon with a double header finishing with the Perth game in the afternoon against the Sydney Kings, that might be for the Wildcats to secure a regular season spot. And if we remember last year, it was the exact same scenario for the Wildcats and they lost. So we're set up for a perfect final weekend of the regular season. So we are, and it's been a disappointing season. Well, the Adelaide 36ers can still make it, but it'd take a miracle. But have they been arguably the most disappointing team this year? I think so. Yeah, Brisbane was a little bit disappointing, but my expectations for the Bullets were a little bit lower than the 36ers. I don't think the 36ers were helped by the fact that they did win that game in the the NBA preseason against the Phoenix Suns. That ramped up everything. But they've spent a lot of money, and they expected to make the postseason. They expected to challenge... Uh, for a championship. And the reality is, it's only a 10-team league, and they finished eighth. I mean, that is a disappointing result. They were mediocre offensively. They were bad defensively. So not a lot has gone right for the 36ers. So Melbourne United heard Dean Vickerman on breakfast today on SEN talking about the injuries and their inability to replace Matthew Delavidova and co. They've lost a few. Jack White over, I mean, for a couple of years, they've lost players that have been great players. Jock Landale was a great player. They lost him to the NBA as well. They haven't quite been able to get the right roster since. Yeah, it's interesting because when people look at the NBL rosters, typically you look at the imports and teams that have the best imports are the ones that, that find success. But uh, you know, to me, equally important is nailing local stars. And United have been able to, those names that you just mentioned, Dwayne, they've been able to rotate these local stars through. And that just really helps you have a solid base, guys, that understand the league, understand, uh, well, they live in Australia, so they feel more comfortable from that regard. Uh, the big one for them has been the fact that Isaac Humphries has had a few inju- injuries through the year. He was expected to start. Ariel Porty obviously had the ruptured Achilles at the start of the season. And then Shay Illy, who would have played the starting point guard role for the majority of the season, he's been battling big time with multiple head knocks, concussion symptoms. So, uh, yes, they've lost some big-name stars, but certainly from a health perspective, not a lot has gone right for United as well. Now, they can still make it. They're not out of it, and it might come down to that final game on Sunday afternoon at John Kane Arena. But overall, they've been up against it from early on. 
It's the Kings, do you think, to lose and is the best chance of beating them New Zealand? Yeah, I still have the Kings as a clear favourite. They've been on top from start to finish. They're a top two offence. They're a top two defence. I just mentioned the local stars. They've got the best local in the league, Xavier Cooks. He's my favourite to win the MVP award. So they're in the box seat. The Breakers have had an interesting season because we understand that they've had a tough run the last few years where they've basically lived in Australia because they haven't been able to go home due to COVID restrictions. Well, this year they had their season derailed again by a COVID outbreak in the team. They basically didn't play for the month of December. So they've spent January really trying to regain their form from early in the season. But they've won a few games in a row here. They're a chance to finish top two. They will need that. That will be very helpful if they can uh, move above the Cairns Titans this weekend. But they're really solid defensively. And, uh, and the Breakers have played the Kings pretty well so far this year. So they're a threat. I've still got the Kings clearly on top. And a couple of ten, well, Cairns, it'd be groundbreaking if Cairns won it, but it'd also be unbelievable if Tassie won it. Well, the Jack Jumpers, you can't write them up. We saw that last year. And they had a little bit of luck injury like last year with Chris Goldian in the semifinal series being injured, but they made it to the grand final. But the Cairns Taipan, uh yeah, they were right down the bottom of the standings last year. They nailed their imports. They really overhauled that roster. And they've, they've found themselves really competitive, particularly, again, defensively. And this is the theme for all these teams. And it's the theme every year in the NBL. If your team is willing to defend, you're a chance to win the title. And that's where teams like Adelaide uh, have not been able to maintain uh, winning form. But, yeah, look, there are teams in the mix. I don't know who is the second team in terms of uh, having an opportunity to beat the Kings. The Kings are clearly the best team. But then from that uh, first spot down, it is very even between four or five teams. I think the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix are a big chance as well. They've had a lot of health concerns, but when their starters have played, they're 12-4, and four, which is obviously an elite record. So you think Xavier Cooks wins the MVP? Does Chase Buford win Coach of the Year? This is interesting, Dwayne, because you know this. When it comes to Coach of the Year, this is a real storyline award. People generally like the fairy tale team. Yeah. The Cairns Titans, as you mentioned, with Adam Ford, New Zealand with Modi Mayor. We saw it last year with Scott Roth, who won the award with the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. So to me, uh, I think I, I think Chase Buford has a great case. And I don't think that he's getting a lot of support for this award. But if you really look at it, I don't know what Chase Buford is going to do in the offseason. He had offers last year to potentially go to the NBA. He wanted to maintain a head coach role and continue to develop so he stayed in the NBL. But he is in the box seat to win two titles in two seasons in this league. I think that deserves a Coach of the Year award. Yeah, well, I talked to Dejan Vasilovic on this program. Well, yesterday, I think it was. And uh, he, he thought that Chase should win it. And he was talking about the fact that Xavier Cooks was shunned a bit by some of the judges last yeah. year for the NBL first team. Hey, Kane, I won't steal all your stuff from the jump so i appreciate you jumping on uh if you want to catch more of kane espn.com.au host of the jump uh you can check it all out as well on um espn the nbl finals series coming your way and it should be an absolute ripper every nbl game live espn via ko and foxtel or via 10 peach and 10 play every sunday 2 till 6 p.m we'll talk soon kane thanks for your time you're a great man do i know thank you Kane Pittman joining us. I'm going to wrap it up with a little bit of NFL. Been wanting to talk NFL for a couple of days. I've been watching it, obviously. Uh, we're covering the Super Bowl, so looking forward to Jared and the team covering the Super Bowl. So finish off with a bit of NFL today. Stick around. You're with Dwayne's Well.